0: Hello and welcome to Girls Who Grill, the premier podcast in the United States for grilling pop culture through the lens of two girls.
1: Exactly. That is, (laughs) it does exactly what it says on the tin while also doing absolutely nothing that it says on the tin. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not talking about meat. We're not talking about grills. We are just grilling pop culture.
0: Yeah, and really anything we care to do. Yeah, it's it's our it's our own thing. Um, I'm Amanda. I'm Nada. Um, yeah, because I guess people could just jump around and start at any podcast, so I guess they should, at least for the first few ones, say who we are.
1: Oh no, we. I think we should introduce ourselves for all of them. Yeah, that makes just sense because no, so that they'll know us. Yeah,
0: they'll
1: know how to say my name, which is spelled phonetically in Portuguese, but not in
0: English. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a good idea. We should do that. So, as we said, I'm Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nada.
1: Um, And we're the girls who grill. Yeah, exactly. And today's podcast, we're going to, we're kind of test driving this segment um, in which we, it's like the, what's on the grill this week? Mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. the pop culture moments that we're really um, interested in. And then we'll move on to our week's topic, which is you know we're entering a trash can fire. It's mm-hmm. it's about to be the end of time. Um, mm-hmm. Coronavirus cases have surged in the United States of America, and we just want to talk about comfort TV. Yeah, like yeah, we're not talking is, about any of that. <laughs> exactly, like on a, in a normal year, this is what I would watch to um, quell my seasonal depression, but this year this is what I'm watching to tell my seasonal depression and existential angst. So, Same. Yeah. Um, I do have one thing to say
0: seriously about the pandemic. It's not serious, but it's just something that I've noticed listening to a lot of podcasts um, and specifically bachelor related podcasts, which is a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> one of my comfort TVs, um, but I notice people, especially within the bachelor podcast, bachelor nation um constantly keep saying like since the pandemic happened as if it's over and (laughs) it's really really disorienting because i'm like wow for some people like just chilling in la like it's over like they're done but it's like this is the highest this is like horrible like i don't understand never been worse yeah. <laughs> so I just want to say that um that the pandemic is still happening, and we're still watching comfort television.
1: Yes, and hopefully, if you're listening to this, you can find something to watch that will keep your ass on the couch instead of driving mm-hmm. across the country to infect relatives during this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Guess what I did yesterday? Did you drive across the country to infect relatives during this holiday season?
0: No, I oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't sound like <laughs> I was going there. <laughs> um, I did like an at-home COVID test where you have to mail it to some weird lab. It was really freaky and I kind of regret regret doing it.
1: Oh God. Why did you but why did you do the test? Are you going home?
0: Yeah, I'm going home. So I just wanted okay. to do it before I go home um, for Thanksgiving. So I mean you have one
1: family that is yeah just my parents and yeah Mm -hmm. and your brother yeah not like there's 75 different people from across the country coming together you know yeah
0: yeah and that's our official stance that's our official stance on this issue yeah (laughs) okay okay so what's happening what's on the grill
1: yeah what is on the grill for this week um do you want to go first or should i i think you should go first okay I kind of have two things grilling because it was going to be one thing and then something happened today. Um, those who are listening at home cannot see this, but I have done a, a spicy eye makeup look today um, mm-hmm. just because I can. Because, and Amanda, please appreciate, I got some fun <laughs> stuff in the mail. Oh, wow. I got just, like this, like, beautiful um, eyeshadow palette from ColourPop. Oh, my gosh.
0: So, um,
1: it looks, it
0: looks like a storybook. I thought that was a book.
1: No, literally. It's like, it's like the, the whole color scheme is themed around like the Pacific Northwest in that. And I like looked at my desk and I have a bunch of markers just sitting right here that are literally the exact same color scheme as this palette. (laughs) Um, but essentially I have been following this woman on YouTube named Raw Beauty Christie for the past, like. I really started watching her at the beginning of this year because she was renovating her house. Um, and if you don't know anything about YouTube beauty gurus, I'm sorry. I, I like I need to tell somebody about this because I do have a YouTube channel, but it's mostly about books. And so if I talk to them about it, they'll just be like. Me. Um. But so I've been following her for the past year. She's like she's had like about a decade of infertility problems, and she just got pregnant this year. Whoa. And ColourPop is her favorite brand ever. And she finally got to collaborate with them. And so she made this like beautiful palette. And I bought both of the lip glosses. Oh my gosh. And these like, so like these beautiful, like sparkly eyeshadow situations that feel like clay. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. So that I'm very excited about playing with. Um, and having fun with. And then the second thing is um, a little bit shameful for me. Ooh. I'm being quite honest. But this is my guilty pleasure. At least okay. it's not problematic. I have been yeah. watching Dancing with the Stars clip.
0: <gasps> oh, bro. I've, I've been down on that, that road before.
1: Yep. And I've been mm-hmm. following this season very closely, mostly because Chrishell Stoss was on this season, <laughs> and if you, if you haven't seen Selling Sunset, oh, I'm sorry, my dog is barking, she's like, oh, distressed for Rosie. Rosie, are you missing me, are you missing Rosie, <laughs> sorry, she just wanted to come hang out with me, oh. yeah, she just wanted attention, um, <laughs> what was I saying, oh, yes, So, if you haven't watched the um, Netflix masterpiece that is Selling Sunset, please immediately go watch it. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just about, like, a bunch of hot, problematic real estate agents in L.A. And Krishel was on this season of Dancing with the Stars. And so, that's why I got into it. And I watched clips from maybe the past, like, 15 years that the show has been running. They're all, like, five... To seven-minute clips on YouTube, and they're just so fun. Yes, yes. So I, they're they're fun because some of them are like really bad, and then mm-hmm. others are like ridiculously good. Like Neem Schulman is on the season of Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. and he's stupid good. So I I would highly recommend. Going to peruse the YouTube Dancing with the Stars page, um, if you want to feel like a forty-five-year-old mom.
0: Okay, um, deeply relatable. I feel like in the past couple years, there was always like one person who I would like watch all the YouTube videos of, like when Zendaya was on. That was really exciting, like things like that. I haven't been following this one as closely because I don't have anyone I care about so much. There Um, isn't. But I. There wasn't for me anybody except Criselle like yeah i like didn't care about anybody well sky jackson but yeah that was really it it's cut. so my version of that is has been watching the voice with eleanor this year and we like sit that's my roommate we like sit on the couch and we're like literally like 45 year old woman like it makes us feel so connected to just like being like random people in the U S and like oh who we would never interact with. It's so weird. And it's not really that enjoyable. And like, I tried to watch it on my own and I couldn't get through it, <laughs> but there's something about like this weird virtual, like this is what we do. And it's, kind of, it's funny. It's also more surprising that my roommate, Eleanor likes it. Cause she used to never watch TV and I would watch oh, really? anything.
1: But the thing, the thing with some of those reality TV shows is that if you're with the right people, it can mm-hmm. be super enjoyable. Like the voice. Yeah. The, have you been watching like weird masked singer clips? Or is that okay,
0: just- no, but I listened to a podcast about the masked singer, and I have no idea what's going
1: oh on. My God. <laughs> <laughs> the the like, I look. I a podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's not things. the official one, I want to say. This is just like weird people who already do stuff and then like update about the mass singer. I don't really yeah. seek it out, you know? That's yeah.
1: that so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what's on the grill for you this week, oh, Amanda? What's on the grill for me?
0: Um, personally, it's been weird because I've been alone for the first time and forever. Mm-hmm. It's been. Because my roommate has gone home. Um, but I guess what's hot is the real question. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I, I, I did say I like tried to go on Twitter to see what was going on, like what was in the air. And I got immediately stressed out and I felt really bad. So I will say just like a lot of reality TV has been fun for me this week. And that's what we're going to get into is like Comfort TV. So I don't really have anything super, super striking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. So, mm-hmm. do you want to um, transition right on into our main segment of the day? Yes. I would love to. So, we
0: are talking about Comfort TV. And this is brought to us by our sponsors at the mattress <laughs> <sitting>. <laughs> At i really felt like the right thing to say even though it's not true we don't have sponsors we know we
1: yet yeah, we haven't even posted our first episode how would we get a sponsor
0: <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't that feel like the right timing like this point that's
1: that's when you like when you're taking a break in between your yeah. segments is when you <laughs> put your sponsorships in like and yes. I feel like we would be sponsored by boxmattress.com. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it just feels like boxmattress.com and mm-hmm. mealbox on your doorstep. <laughs> yeah. Like, Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Like you're a Taurus. Um, I'm a Leo. Leo's like nice things, comf- like to be lavish. Taurus is like to be comfortable. It all, it all makes sense.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. So I. Will say two out of the three of my things are reality television. Um, I didn't expect anything else, Amanda. Yes, but specifically like um, dating and relationship reality television. So very specific niche. Um, but I'm really curious to hear what's on yours. I can already
1: guess for sure too. Oh,
0: <laughs> um, but I w- do you want to go first? Would you
1: like? Yeah, to- and go then first? we can just like we can just like um flip on and off. Okay. Um okay oh god i forgot i have there's so many things on the grill for me this week um oh, good, but good. i've been watching this is like this is like a mini comfort tv i've been watching this show called work in progress um with my showtime seven day free trial um and <laughs> it's about this like 45 year old lesbian and she counts out 180 almonds and she's like i'm gonna throw in almond every day and if i don't feel better about my life by the end of these 180 days i'm killing myself um and of course, she doesn't kill herself because it would be a very dark TV show. But it just is like yeah. really nice and cozy. So that's that is that is a uh, a comfort. Wait, show she's eating me. almonds. Yeah. Okay. This the whole thing is that like she's gained weight or she's like oh. been struggling with her weight, and so okay. this woman at her job comes up to her and she's like, "I went to Costco and I bought you this gigantic jug of almonds. They're a really good healthy snack um, for fat lards like you." Is the like an underlying yeah. tone of it, and so that's like her final straw. She's like my life fucking sucks. I hate everything. Yeah. These almonds are going to determine whether or not I die in six months. Oh, um, okay.
0: yeah, that makes more
1: sense. Okay, Make yes, Okay, so this is my first real comfort TV show. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go in reverse order and save the best for last. Um, okay. This is one of those shows that I come back to once a year um when it's you know cold outside and i need to Mm -hmm. feel something um and that is the television program the australian teen program dance academy Mm. um it is so good but also utterly terrible the the main premise of the show essentially is this girl named Tara Webster, who I think she's from the Australian Outback. I'm not sure. Um, And she ends up going to the National Academy of Dance in Mm -hmm. Sydney, Australia, and essentially is like with a bunch of her friends training to be a professional ballerina at the Australian National Ballet. Um, I watched the show with my friend Stephanie, who is an actual ballerina, and she said that Tara is, awful and there's no way that she would realistically have ever gotten into the National Academy of Ballet. um but you know that's okay I can like suspend <laughs> my disbelief my, the The other issue is that she so like a, a basic move in ballet is the flette turn where you're like spinning and you kick your leg out I, I'll send you a video so you can show okay. up, but she can't yeah. do those and that's like such a basic ballet move that I'm like, how the hell did she get into the National Academy of Dance when she can't do fouettes? But none of that matters because what you get from this show is mm-hmm. juicy teen drama. And that's what I need when I need to be comforted. I need some stupid teenagers doing mm-hmm. some stupid teenage things, making out with each other when they're not supposed to. Cheating on their boyfriends who have cubic heads and dancing really, really poorly. Did you just say cubic heads? Yes, she okay. the first boy that she dates on that show. His head it, it's like a cube.
0: Yeah, I really it's misheard seven. you.
1: Yes. I've. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say pubic heads, but boy, 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 would that be an interesting TV show. That, I mean, that might just be Riverdale. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what that means when it's funny.
1: I just imagined like a penis with a bunch of hair sticking out of there. That's Archie. Like, Ew. Ah! <laughs> okay, wait, I can't even. We have to, we would have to have like an entire episode dedicated to everything we that do. I think about Riverdale. But yeah, I, just, I like,
0: would love that.
1: I was driving around the other day thinking, and I was like, maybe the kids love Riverdale because they're all on mushrooms. <laughs> like, maybe that's why it's such a popular TV show, mm. because everyone is high all the time. Like, maybe. I'm so perplexed, but... It is a theory. Yes, that is the opposite of comfort TV. If I want to feel deep, yeah. pure rage, I watch Riverdale. I think for the kids it is comfort TV,
0: which is distressing to me. I, I don't agree. Because everyone on that
1: show is so spectacularly stupid. Um and they do like outlandishly bad things all the time. Yes.
0: Hi, you're back. Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds so much better.
1: Okay. All right, that's really good.
0: Okay. So we'll have them most of our podcast will sound really good. Yeah. So for our okay. listeners, we we did a quick fix in the middle. Okay, back to back to uh
1: Comfort TV. Comfort yeah. TV. Um I think I'm going to go into like my most comforting episode or like what's gonna, what you should watch to really just like um, aid the cozy vibes. I also will say I like watching that show because it's set in Australia and like Mm -hmm. it's never cold there really (laughs) or like it's only ever fake cold there. So like, I can, if it's like the dead middle of winter and the sun has gone down at 4pm and I just hate everything, I can turn on Dance Academy and it'll be sunny and 85 degrees every single episode.
0: Yeah. That's good. Okay. I will say I did try and watch Dance Academy, I think twice to, cause I know you love it. I think I didn't fully get into it. Um, but I will say I do remember um, there's a kangaroo and the main girl was like kind of annoying is that true or she just she's very annoying okay yes but I do think like what would be your advice for someone like me like should I should I still watch it or is it you gotta have watched it when you were a teen
1: I think if you're like starting it now there's no reason Mm -hmm. not if you already enjoy like ridiculous teen tv shows highly recommend this one if that's not really your shtick i would say stay away from this one um but if you're struggling to get into it i would say it's because it's a toss-up either you're gonna watch the first episode and be into it or not but i think like the second like, by episode 13, so, like, the midway point of the first season, it really, like, gets its stride and understands mm-hmm. how the story arcs are supposed to work. Um, I will also say, I love ballet. Like, just, I just watch ballet videos for fun, and, like, mm-hmm. I've been teaching myself ballet and quarantine just because I can. Um, and so that is also a main motivator for me. So if you are like, a ballet or dance junkie, I would highly recommend it in that case and really just stick with it because the main character, it's one of those shows where the main character is the most annoying person in the cast.
0: Yeah, I think I I could. I think I would love it if I stuck with it.
1: Yeah, but like you know that she's the most annoying person and the show knows that she's the most annoying person. So it's not like they're like, oh my god, don't you love her? It's like, no, she's dumb. (laughs) That's fine.
0: Dance Academy. Wow, it does sound fun to listen to some Australian accents right now.
1: Oh, that's also, like, if you just want to get an Australian accent down, like, definitely watch Dance Academy.
0: Can you can you do one?
1: Um, I can try. Hold on. Wait. Give me something to say, and I'll try and say um, it.
0: Do we have ballet rehearsals tomorrow?
1: Do we have ballet rehearsals tomorrow?
0: Oh, that was pretty good.
1: I'm trying, man.
0: <laughs> I can tell you've been you've been watching.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I also that's that's a topic for another day. Um, if we do an episode on web series, but what is your first comfort okay. TV show? So
0: I'm gonna talk about this one because I already spoiled it, mm-hmm. um, which is The Bachelor. Yeah. which is a show that you know it has its ups and downs in terms of me hating it or finding comfort in it. Um, I think I'm particularly, like, hating it and hating on, like, the producers and, like, hearing all that kind of stuff. Um, but I will say, especially right now, this season, super comforting, super fun. Like, the beginning was, like, weird this season, but now it's, like, back on track. They got a new bachelorette in there. And I, know- I will say... Yeah, yeah can I
1: can give you the update. Explain to me what's happening, because okay. I've seen a whole bunch of articles, but I, like, don't understand.
0: Yes, I totally will. And I will say um, 80% of my enjoyment comes from just, like, listening to people talk about it. Even if I hate their opinions, I'm like, this is still fun. Yeah. Um, the show itself is, like, not really that good. Yeah. Um, but I will give you kind of – so what happened is the original Bachelorette, Claire Crawley. She's been on many times before. She has. Many times. Like she was on The Bachelor. And then she was on Bachelor in Paradise. And then she was on Bachelor Winter Games. And I think she was on Bachelor in Paradise again.
1: There's so many um, spinoffs that I didn't even know exist. Wow. Did. Oh,
0: Bachelor in Paradise is the best one. Like okay. it's better than The Bachelor. I 100% think. It's super okay. fun. Um, so she's just like gone through before she's now she became like she's older which is like was a big draw I think because last season it was just so many like 22 year old wannabe influencers who were like the contestants (laughs) And, and it was just so annoying and immature and dramatic and so I think like it's become super like drama focused which like we all love good drama but it's a little, like, manufactured, I think, and people, like, if you don't have the romance, like, the actual romance, then, first of all, the couples aren't going to work out. And then the stakes, I think, are higher if there's romance. So the drama is actually, like, a meaningful thing. So I think a lot of people felt that way. So they were like, let's choose her. Like, she's super ready. Like, she'll get married right now. She's super (laughs) ready for this.
1: I think that's what happened.
0: Yeah, and she is, like... She was really well-liked, and she was, like, kind of messy, but also kind of, like, more mature, so they're like, okay, perfect. It is a little bit, the timeline is, like, super, I'm, like, suspicious of everything because (laughs) there's some theories, like, the most conspiracy theories is that from the beginning, when the producers realized that they were going to be stuck in one place and couldn't move anywhere, that it was going to be a really boring season and they needed to do something. So there's some theories out there that from the beginning, they're like, let's get a new bachelorette in mm-hmm. that may be kind of impossible. Cause they, I think it took a little bit, like she met this guy, Dale night one instant connection. She was like super into him. Like basically didn't have that connection with anyone else. It was like they all, she just spent like all her time with him basically. And like it definitely like showed her in a negative light, which usually like the show will make the lead look so good. But they showed her as this kind of like obsessive woman who was like crazy for this guy, Dale. And Dale is very handsome.
1: Yes, I've seen pictures of him.
0: He is also, I think. Very genuine, but I think he doesn't come across that way because of the way he talks. is super like someone compared him on the show. They had a roast to like a politician almost because he kind of doesn't. He talks a lot and like is super like n- noncommittal and like not trying to say anything. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why he like rubs some of the guys the wrong way. Even because he he's also a Libra. <laughs> oh yeah. That would be really good to look up.
1: I'm actually gonna look it up Please literally do. right now. Um keep talking though.
0: Yeah. So but basically what happened was like before they before anything even happened, like the very beginning and the the show's official statement is that um I don't know, not, not their official statement, but like one of the like ABC exec said Mm -hmm. there was a date where there was a roast of dale and all the guys were super negative about him Mm -hmm. and then she was like why are you talking about this guy and she said um why are you talking about my fiance which everyone was like wow that's crazy but the little uh, thing is people discovered that they were also she had like an Mm ex-fiance um from bachelor winter games or whatever and they never talked about it but I think it was a little bit of producer interference, and then they were like making fun of that guy. So I don't think it was actually like in reference to Dale.
1: Um, I will interrupt you and say he is yes. one thousand percent a Libra. Oh really? Yes.
0: Oh my God,
1: you're. So amazing. I feel like maybe things make a bit more sense. Now. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes, that makes so much sense. Um, and she's, I think she might be a Leo. I'm not sure, but oh, she's, no,
1: she's a Pisces. Or an Aries, one or the other. Okay. She's born on, like, March 20th, so it really depends on the year.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, Interesting. So, um, what was I going to say? Yes. So, she's very... So, anyways, basically, that happened after that rose date. She decided not to give out a group date rose because she... And it showed her like talking about Dale the whole time. She was obsessed with him. She didn't give it to any of the guys because she was mad. She was like, you guys were really hard on him. But also, it was like very clear she was not interested in, in any of them. So at that point, they were like, all right, let's wrap this up. But I think there's so many things before that that I just think that they wanted that to happen. Normally, I feel like they would have stepped in and been like, Oh, why are you just talking about him? Like get to know the other guys or like change, but he would just show up all the time. Like he just would randomly pop up and you're like, why are you they just were
1: like, they'll go.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, that's why I'm extra suspicious. Like, I don't know if they knew from the beginning, but maybe when they saw it going that direction, they're like, All right, let's just get this over with and whatever, even before any of that happened. So that's kind of the update. And then Taysha, who a lot of people were rooting for to be the bachelorette, like last year um and so she popped up and it's super great she's like a really good lead I think and it's just really like smiley and like really like connecting with all them and they're all like oh my god thank god like someone who actually cares about us um because it's like all these guys that have been there um but it's also a little bit of a bummer because it's a shortened season now and she gets Claire's leftovers which isn't that big of a deal in my opinion because none of them really connected with her um except this like one guy who had this intense therapy date and like never talked about his emotions before so he was like I'm out of here this is too much like what the heck (laughs) um after Claire left he was like I'm raw like I can't do this um so I will say it's been going like now, it's been really relaxing. Like, before it was really with the Claire stuff, it was really tense and like stressful. And now there's like obviously stupid dr- drama, like this man Chasen, who is exactly like his name sounds. <laughs> and the, the whole drama of last episode was between him and a guy named Ed because um, Ed lost the grown man challenge, so I had to carry around a little baby the whole day. And then. Ed- <laughs> It's so weird, and that's so serious. It takes itself so seriously, which is why it's like, why are you like this?
1: You understand that to me, you're just saying unaffiliated Mm -hmm. words. Yeah, just have no sense. It's like they like threw a bunch of stuff in a pot and stirred it together to make The Bachelor.
0: Oh yeah, and okay, so uh, I'll just want to tell you this one drama so you understand like the what we're dealing with here. So Ed, he's kind of like shorter and like stockier. Like he has a really big arm. Yes. Yes, and so he was like, Chasen like says the same adjectives to describe Tasha that he did about Claire. So I don't think he's being genuine. And then Chasen's like, uh, Jason's just an idiot. So like he doesn't have that many words to describe. But he also is for sure there for like Instagram followers. Like a lot yeah. of them are. Yeah. Um. But then Chasen is like. Got really aggressive with Ed and was really annoying. And he was like, "All oh, right." And he made an announcement after he heard that. He was like, "Okay." He pulled all the guys together, made an announcement. It was like, "Guys, like, I thought about it and I came up with for a, a new word to describe Tisha. She's a smoke show." And like that was his big announcement. And then all these guys, of course, are like white knights who are like. You should never describe a woman like that. And it's like, okay, that's like everyone involved is so annoying.
1: (laughs) Fuck bro. That's the drama. That reminds me of that like clip of, I, what I, what I know about the bachelor I've learned against my will in the past year. Um, But there's that clip of like Tyler Cameron defending Hannah at something. He's like pushing this guy away from her. And I was like, I mean, the guy was getting in her face. What is he supposed to do? Just, like, stand there like a lump? Like, I don't... I I don't know. It's like they, they, like, lionize all of these things that are, like, any normal person (laughs) would do that. Okay, this is a hard-hitting question for you. Mm -hmm. Would you ever Mm -hmm. go on The Bachelor and or The Bachelorette? I I would. I think you would make excellent TV. Oh,
0: thanks. That's... That's so nice.
1: Because you just like, sometimes you say things, I, I could easily see them either turning you into a villain or like, the really sweet girl that everybody loves. Like, because yeah. you sometimes you like say things <laughs> and make things. They just, like, like throw in B-roll of your face. And it really could go in either direction. Um, Yeah. But I would be excited for that journey. I would support you every step of the way.
0: Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate it. I think I'd have to – like, there would be a lot of, like, things I'd have to go down in order to get there. Um, A lot of roads that I'm unwilling to go down. But if I randomly plopped onto the show, I think that'd be fun, you know?
1: Yeah. If you just woke up one day and you were suddenly on The Bachelor, you'd be like, Yeah.
0: I think it would be like a fun, funny experience. Like, why yeah. not? But yeah, if I was on The Bachelor, it'd be really fun too. Cause it's like you have all the power in that situation.
1: I, that's, that is the ideal. My, my yeah. dream trajectory is that you are the fan favorite on The Bachelor <laughs> and then you become The Bachelorette the next season. But instead mm. of marrying any of them, you just leave them all behind at the end. You're like, actually, all of you yeah. are
0: stupid, so I'm gonna
1: go. But thanks,
0: I would love that too. Well, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, it'll happen. Yeah, right?
1: somebody, so, if anybody knows the producers at ABC, yeah. contact demand on Instagram.
0: Yeah, I mean, before that, like the roads I was talking about, like before that even happened, someone has to teach me how to do my makeup and someone has to teach <laughs> me how to operate an Instagram page. Like, I can't be on the bus there before that. I, I swear, that's you what can't
1: looking like, for. carry it into a a career as an influencer the way everybody yeah. else on The Bachelor can do.
0: No, that's what they're literally what they're looking for. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, so what's your what's your next one?
1: Okay, um, I have various options here. I uh, I think I'm gonna go the um, unconventional route. And choose a show that I watched kind of like at the beginning of quarantine, um, at the recommendation of my friend who is only twelve percent gay. Um I thought you were gonna say only twelve years old. Oh no 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 no. I don't I don't think I'm friends with any twelve year olds. I feel like that'd be kind of weird.
0: Especially if be. they like
1: weren't related to me. No, 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 no. Um but that is the um Mae Martin vehicle on Netflix Feel Good. Now oh. you Listen to the title and it makes it sound like it is <laughs>
0: I don't know why I'm making weird faces I'm so sorry I was trying to pay attention <laughs> yeah I just like for the listeners I just like was really opened my eyes wide and like held up my eyebrows so I looked super attentive.
1: I am listening.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm ready, though.
1: Okay. it's It makes it... The title of the show makes it sound like it is much more comfort TV than it actually is. But um, it's kind of dark, actually. But I find it comforting because I think it is, like, such a fascinating rumination on the human condition. Um, it, can you tell I study English at university? <laughs> um, so, basically, the story is this Canadian... Um, comedian named may martin who is living in the united kingdom is dealing with an addiction that they have like been dealing with on and off for several years um but also is in this like new relationship with this girl i think her name is george i'm pretty sure her name is george um and it just is like it's it's really hard to describe like what happens. It's one of those British TV shows that's only like six episodes, but so much happens in the six episodes. Because um, you're kind of like learning that May definitely has self esteem issues that make her um, she has a, she has like self esteem issues that make her only really date straight women. Um, and she, like, is struggling with her addiction, she's dealing with her relationship with George that, like, goes way too fast, way too quickly, and then George is also dealing with, like, being in love with a woman for the first time ever, so they're kind of, like, navigating this stuff together, and it's, it's really, it's not even sad, it just is kind of, like, it feels, like, kind of voyeuristic. Watching it, it's like I'm peering in at somebody's real life. It's really fascinating. Um And what is that woman's name? the The lady that plays Phoebe Buffet on Friends.
0: Oh yeah, she's um, her
1: Lisa Kudrow. Mm-hmm. Lisa Kudrow plays May's mother, and she's literally Aww. my favorite character in the show. She's so Aww. funny. Like every episode, she's like, she'll just appear and be like, May, why are you such a failure? Uh huh. <laughs> like just like just in a very droll tone like yeah whatever it's good wait
0: okay so the, you said where did you find it it's on netflix
1: okay. um i think it's like a bbc show or something that is mm. being syndicated to netflix but yeah it's one season i honestly just like want it to be more though cuz it was the the like six to eight hours that it was in my life where i was like so laser focused on it and there was nothing else in the world and i just want that to happen again
0: that's such a good feeling when that happens
1: yeah
0: sounds good i like those kinds of like like when we're talking about what comfort tv is like i feel like sometimes it is that when you just want to really like well in something and like want to feel sadder and want to like just be in someone's head super
1: intensely
0: and it like makes you feel better so just
1: yeah just to kind of like take yourself out of your own life and enter into somebody else's for um however long as you can like that that's what that show really does for me and yeah it just is like it just is like fun. It's it's yeah. it's also one of those British TV shows that's like fun, funny but dark at the same time. Yeah. Which is like I think every British TV show.
0: Yeah, I love I like that kind of yeah. thing. Okay. That's a good one.
1: What's your next one?
0: Okay. My next one. Yeah, so I was thinking about it, um, because I ended up choosing all kind of more like happier ones even though like what we were just saying I I was trying to think of what shows I watch that when I like really want to like dwell in sadness mm-hmm. and I feel like those are more like changing for me while these are like kind of like consistent mm-hmm. so I ended up choosing and again I was like maybe I should go something more niche or but then I ended up just going with my heart and I chose um Shits Creek because yeah. it's just like a warm hug of a show yeah um and it's interesting because in the beginning it took me a while to get into it because it was kind of like um like i was like i do not care about these people it was more i feel like i was like I, I they can have whatever happens to them but then like once you start to care about them and like once once they start growing it was like peak comfort tv like yeah and, like, there's like the song and like Stevie's singing performance like there was just moments like that that were like I think really embodied like a certain level of comfort TV of like sentimental and like inspiring but not like sappy yeah and that's kind of a really hard niche to get into so I really enjoyed that show
1: that's that was gonna go on my list too but I figured that you would probably say it (laughs) um it just to, like, <clears throat> give you a reference point for how comforting I found that show, I started watching it, I think, like, a year ago or almost two years ago now Um, when I was going through a really bad breakup. I couldn't sleep at night because I was, like, having, like, nightly panic attacks. Um, And I just needed something to take my mind off of the world. And so I would put it on on my iPhone and, like, prop it up in my bed and watch it as I fell asleep. And it was the first time in, like – three straight weeks that my brain just turned off and I was like Mm -hmm. oh wait this is fun like I was just I just was having such a great time I was like oh my god I'm happy again (laughs) um and so yeah it just it just is like such a it's such like a nice little show everyone on it is utterly ridiculous um I relate to David so deeply and purely that Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to describe um he just you
0: you are david yeah yeah i'm
1: wearing a super david outfit right now i'm wearing like a freaking black sweater (laughs) and a turtleneck
0: oh my god that's amazing
1: also my sister is alexis but like oh my god she's one (laughs) alexis for all of eternity
0: that makes sense. That's funny. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast.
1: And she doesn't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> she like listens to the read with me in the car and that's it. That's funny.
0: Okay, I know who I'm a mix between two characters, I think. Yeah. Could you guess?
1: I feel or like you're like- a mix you're a mix between Moira and Twyla in my Ooh, opinion.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I've gotten different answers. I feel that I'm a little mix
1: of Stevie and Twyla,
0: okay. But yeah. but I do think Moira is
1: excellent, so that's that's great. <laughs> like I just the, feel like you you really capture Moira's like um, grandiosity, <laughs> but like with Twyla's understated um, matter of factness, mm. she will just tell you when my stepfather got arrested <laughs> and I was yeah. homeless for two weeks. Yeah. that's when I got
0: that ring that's uh, true right do you sometimes overshare like her in that capacity yeah. well not overshare but just I'll be like yeah this happened
1: yeah and then people yeah. are like,
0: uh. like <laughs> what? what what are you talking about yeah. yeah that's fun that's fun to think of okay also this is kind of unrelated this is actually very unrelated mm-hmm. I'm gonna edit this out but um, have you taken do you know like what Enneagram you are
1: oh yeah yeah I want you to tell me yours first though
0: okay well I will tell you that I've taken a ton and ton of tests I read about them had no idea what I was I kept getting different answers Mm -hmm. and then I finally listened to like a long podcast I then I was like this is fake this is all fake I listened to a long podcast about it and then it was like Basically, like, you should just listen to them and, like, see which one sounds, like, most like you and your motivations as opposed to, like, taking a test. And then I was, like, oh, my God, I'm a nine. And nines are the peacemakers. And they're, like, frequently, like, frequently think they're other things. Yeah. Because they have, like, really different parts of their personality and, like, frequently, like, get other things when they take the test so yeah i think i that's like two days ago i realized that
1: and i want you to that podcast okay i, I will do it.
0: and the reason i um thought of that is because as a nine nines are kind of similar to tauruses which is funny so yeah. i was thinking about you and they're super like their their thing that they do to deal with stress is numbing which is totally something that i do and like mm-hmm. we're thinking about that when you're like watching a thing on like a um like watching netflix on your phone and like that kind of thing and i was like that's so like just like being constantly like being surrounded by things and i was thinking about comfort tv and how that's why it's so i love it so much is like as a nine it's like what i need to like yeah not feel bad and not feel like negative things so
1: that's so interesting i think we talked about this a couple years ago and you had Mm -hmm. said at that time that you got two as your answer Mm -hmm. which kind of made sense but kind of like didn't make a whole bunch of sense to me yeah but i do feel like you're a nine possibly a nine wing one but that's beside the point i i think i'm pretty sure i'm a true six um okay is that is that the which one is that again Oh, I don't know what the names are. It's the one that's anxious all the time. Okay, I was going to say, is that the anxious one or the, like, yeah. confrontational one? Okay, no, the that's anxious the anxious one. one. Um, is that the research
0: anxious one or the just, like, all the time anxious one?
1: That's the all the time. The research anxious <laughs> one is five. Um, okay, okay, Which is the one that Eli is, I'm pretty sure. But I just, like, I, like... Relate to six so much because, like, the thing with six is that they're constant, and this is also related to comfort TV, they're constantly searching for security and yeah. to just feel like things are safe and solid. Um, and I think that is why I watch so much TV because, like, <laughs> honestly, if I can go into a world where I either know that there's going to be utter chaos or where I know that things are going to be more kind of structured than the one that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. I just it's like I know what I'm getting on the tin. (laughs) Nothing is like nothing is as surprising as things are in real life.
0: Yeah, it's in like a controlled setting. It's not threatening. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Wow. Now we've uh we've analyzed ourselves. So this podcast has taken a deep turn.
1: (laughs) It really has. We're we're getting deep into the grill
0: into the grill (laughs) yeah we're getting deep into the grill with all the like burnt pieces of food you know like where you have to clean it um, out embers Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: okay shall we do our final yeah final ones that's good Um, okay
1: my i would like to do a couple of honorable mentions before i give my final one i won't go into that too much but the um excellent cartoon bob's burgers Oh. Ooh, amazing. It just is so funny and ridiculous. Highly recommend mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it. I relate to Louise Belcher possibly more than any other character on a cartoon. Um, the prequel to Sex and mm-hmm. the City, The Carrie Diaries, which is. Oh, I love that literally, It's amazing. In my opinion, miles better than Sex and the City. Um, because Carrie is actually a person who cares about other people on that show, as opposed to a person who does not, which is what she is on Sex and the City. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the Canadian epic Degrassi.
0: If Whoa, you that's not
1: your final choice. Oh no, I decided to be um to go rogue. What? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But if you want to see some baby Drake and his excellent acting, he is actually like one of the better actors on this teen TV show. Highly recommend you check out Degrassi. There's 14 seasons, plus four more on Netflix. You will have plenty to watch. And their dumb teenage shenanigans will 1000% relax you because you can't possibly be as stupid as they are. Um,
0: watch your watch your um actual thing be like Degrassi the next generation. Or something. Oh, no
1: no no no, no 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 no. My final comfort TV choice is it's a rogue one because you know okay. this show is depressing. <laughs> but There's just always a point in the year, every year, when I need to watch this TV show. It's like a compulsion. And that is Skins. Skins. I knew it. I figured it out as you were talking. (laughs) It's like, it's, I don't even know how to describe what this show does to me. I think it entered my life at such a critical point, like when it was developing into a human being that I've like fused with it in a way. Um, But also, like, the whole premise, this idea that, like, a bunch of teenagers in England share their stories with the producers and they're, like, on the writing team together and, like, the whole cast of the show is, like, pulled from this large, like, UK-wide casting call so that it's, like, actually representative of teenagers from around the UK. Just that whole idea really... um, Interested me when Mm -hmm. I was younger watching this show definitely watched it way before I should have probably when (laughs) I was like 12 13 years old and it is like it's it's oh quite it's quite something but essentially the show is like three generations of I think like seven or eight teenagers at Roundview College in Bristol United Kingdom um and it's about the shenanigans that they get into. Um, there's drug binges. There is excessive Mm -hmm. drinking. There's partying destruction of property. Um, there's murder, suicide, depression, anxiety, LGBT issues, eating disorders. It's like Degrassi on steroids with an English Mm -hmm. accent. Um, and I watched that show, and I was like, there's no way to fuck, like, actual young people in England are like this. And then I studied abroad in Manchester and heard my <laughs> flatmates through the, like, thin cinder block wall doing cocaine on a Thursday. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, wait, they are like this. And it's fucking cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like why? Why wouldn't you do cocaine on a Thursday? You know what? Yeah,
0: this podcast endorses drugs. No, we do no, not.
1: <laughs> we do not endorse anything. We do not. We do not. We're not, li- we're not liable. If you choose, never to done drugs. that before. Never. No, nope, definitely have never done cocaine. um yeah. I'm not being sarcastic and being serious. No, I, I.
0: No, I, no it, it, sounds sounds being, it sounds like we're being.
1: we're sounds like we're being sarcastic, <laughs> but we're such straight edge Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wait, <it's> not, <laughs> we're just
1: like watching it on TV. Literally, I was like quite literally the most innocent young high schooler. Never went to a party during high school. Didn't do drugs. Oh, I did go to one party that was really weird. Um, but that's a story for another time. Amanda was also there. Um
0: Oh yeah, I was also my one party I went to.
1: And yes, oh, God, fuck. Anyways, so. I just like watching these teenagers self-destruct on um, a myriad of drugs. It it's like it's like a, it's like a ritual for me when the the temperature drops below a certain level and the sun starts going down at a certain time. Bears hibernate, squirrels stockpile acorns. I start watching Skins. Somebody just break into your apartment? No, but I heard a Oh, okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> okay. Yes. So it's um, I don't even know how to tackle this because, it, like I said, it is three like distinct chunks of yeah, and of like an ensemble cast of people. But I think if I'm thinking about like the most comforting episodes from each generation. I would mm-hmm. say I I love Chris's episode from Series 1. Chris, played by um, Joe Dempsey, the excellent actor who also played Gendry in Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: yes, so lovely. It's a very sad episode. His mom abandons him and leaves him with, like, a thousand pounds in cash and is like, take care of yourself. And then he has to, like, go... It's it, he has to like go on an adventure to kind of like find more money so that he can actually take care of himself. Um, and his friends all like rally around him to help him, it's really nice and sweet. And then in season two, his episode in season two is also very sweet. I, I think Chris's episodes are like very comforting if that's what you're yeah. looking for. Um, <clears throat> for th- if we're talking about season like generation two, I would say. I think the episode is called Naomi and Emily. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what it's called. But it's either it's either called Naomi or Emily. Watch that one if you like gays. Um,
0: oh, yeah. That was cute. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I can't. Season four was just depressing. <laughs> so, oh, no. Katie's episode. Oh, Katie's yeah. episode was not... It's not comforting, but it does have my favorite line in the entire series, which is, "Who do you think? Who do you think you are?" And then she punches someone in the face, and she goes, "I'm Katie Fucking Fitch. Who the fuck are you?" And <laughs> excellent television. Um, and then the final series, I would say, like the final two seasons, I would say Grace's episode in the first season. Anything involving Grace is just like. Mm, it's like a nice little warm hug, and then the yeah. series finale, I think, is the best episode of the sixth season because the sixth season was rough. So they made some choices that should not have been made.
0: Um, I don't think I I've watched Skin a couple of times. I've never gone through it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you should at least once. Okay. Yeah, just to do it because it's it's not like it's not bad television. it just is like this this the plot arc doesn't make sense yeah um but yeah i think the series finale is probably the best one for that one and then if you're thinking about like the post skins proper i would say just watch skins pure ignore everything else the one with cassie just watch that one because the other two are like fucking depressing um Yes, that is my, that is me banging on about skins for... Like my, two, my two
0: thoughts about skins? Yes. My one is that I very much relate. I feel like it's such a, like, when you're sad, it just feels so good to watch. It's, like, so um, cathartic to watch that show. Yeah. Um, and my second is that it's associated with one of my most um, embarrassing moments, which is really not that embarrassing, but... When I was, when I played soccer, I think I was probably like 13 around that that age. Um, I was at practice and a lot of the girls on my team were super like clicky or like not very nice. And this one girl was talking about skins with someone else and they're like talking about it for a really long time. And so I was like, oh, what show are you talking about? And this girl was like epidermis which, as you may know, is, like, another word for skin. And she was just, like – she was, like, a little weird, I think, and was just, like, making a weird joke. But I had heard of that before. So I was, like, oh, my God, I've heard of that before. And she's like, what's not a show? And so then it was, like, super embarrassing in front of everyone, and it made me look like a super liar. But really, I had just heard of it before. Yeah. And then I was, like, I can't watch Skins, like – And then I watched it, and then it was fine. And it's not that big of a deal, but it's funny.
1: No, that's, like, really sad. I would probably have fought her. (laughs)
0: Yeah, she was not very nice. And then I quit soccer before coming to college.
1: Yay! Yay! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's Skins. I recommend it. If you just, like, want to be sad, if you are sad because you have sad, a.k.a. seasonal affective disorder – and you just want to lean into it, go ahead and watch skins. Cause it'll that's, it'll it'll give you what you need. Yeah, you know, and just like monitor yourself, you
0: know, because yeah. sometimes I'll get too sad from it and I'll have to take a break. But yeah.
1: Maybe good. like if you're feeling so sad that you can't function, we do recommend you seeing a licensed professional.
0: We do. We do officially endorse that.
1: Yes, we do endorse therapy. <laughs>
0: this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.
1: <laughs> I'm really not you
0: by anybody. <laughs> I'm not I haven't done anything. Okay, so my last one is drum roll. Wait, I, I feel like you're you're just gonna guess it right away. I'm really I really okay. Well, I already said that I did two reality TV dating shows. So yeah. My My last choice is Love Island.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: And. Yes, so Love Island is so fun. It's I think way better than The Bachelor because uh, British people are so much funnier. so in like the format of the show just like actually highlights people's personalities instead of like dumbing them down um because you spend way more time with them. And so it's super funny. it is super trash television yeah. but, I think it's better because it doesn't take itself seriously at all, and I think there's less pressure on people to, like, actually, like, get married right away, and it's just very entertaining. It knows what it is, super comforting, so I've been – now I've been – my roommate left, like, four days ago to go home before Thanksgiving to, like, not – She's going to see her grandpa, I think. So she wanted to get, like, multiple COVID tests and be home before going. So I've been, like, alone for, like, four or five days. And I thought I'd be a little bit going, like, like, be feeling weird at this point. Because I'm the kind of person that if I have too much time alone, I feel weird. Or too much social time. Like, I'm very, like, has to be the right balance. But I've been totally fine, I think. <laughs> I think partially because I'm like just tired and I'm like I'm just fine and also because I started watching an old season of Love Island I hadn't seen before and I was like this is so good like because I had been watching the American one over quarantine and I was like oh this is kind of good actually like this season is pretty good and then i watched the british one again i was like it's just so much better
1: (laughs) like you just can't yeah
0: i can't live up to it it's just so much funnier and like people are so wild like i i i love it um i love it that's that's all i really have to say
1: i did want to ask i yeah this is weird tangent um, I've been watching a lot of Say Yes to the Dress clips because the YouTube algorithm knows me better than I know myself. Um, and I noticed that there's a show called, like, Second Chance Dresses or something that's set in England, and it's hosted by a former Love Island contestant, and I'm pretty sure her name is, like, Olivia Bowen or something like that. Oh, my
0: God. Wait, hold on. There's two Olivias I know.
1: Yeah. So, I just wanted to ask, like, what your opinion of her is, because I watched that show, and she's, like, really, like, put together, um, but I don't know, I, I've never seen her season, so I don't know what she was like on Love Island.
0: Okay, wait, let me check. Okay, so I think I watched a little bit of her season, but I didn't Mm -hmm. finish it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, but I think she was kind of funny and weird, and... Can I tell you the cute thing? It's a little bit of a spoiler if you ever... Oh, watch yeah. I watched her
1: I, Say Yes to the Dress episode, so I'm pretty okay. sure I didn't know the spoiler.
0: Yeah, and that's that the she... The reason I also didn't recognize her last name is because she changed her last name to the guy that she was with on Love Island because they got yeah. married recently.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I really would cute. recommend
1: you watch that clip. I think I might email it to you because it's actually really okay. sweet and they're like... She's like, I just love him so much. He's Aww. like, my total soulmate, and I can't wait to marry him. And I'm like, oh, my God, Olivia. Okay, I totally I – totally. i
0: I'm looking them up, and I totally remember both of them. Yeah. So I definitely saw them meet each other. That's really cute. Um, Yeah, I I have a lot of thoughts about it. If anyone needs advice, that would just start – let me know. It is a lot. I'll say, like, at some point, I always am, like, I just want to look up what happens. Yeah. Because I kind of don't have that, like, um, what's it called? Like,
1: attention willpower. Span.
0: Yeah. Attention span or willpower to not just look it up. Yeah. So, at a certain point, I will. But if it's coming out live, especially, it's, like, you can't do that. So, it's also super, make
1: like... so many episodes. Like, there's, like, they show... I think they show it, like, every day in England, so there's, yeah. like, 50 episodes a season, which is, uh... It's, it's a lot. Yeah.
0: But I will say it's good for a pandemic, you know? It is. Nothing else going on. Exactly. But it is comforting. It's super lighthearted. Everyone, it's, like, the main thing I care about is the, like, friendships and seeing people just have fun. And that's that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. anything, any other, any other things, any other comfort TV thoughts?
1: Um, I don't know. I just feel like this is a really hard time for everyone, like mentally and emotionally and like trying not to get sick and like dealing with it mentally. If you do get sick or if somebody you love gets sick. So I just hope that we were able to like help you find something to distract yourself during these difficult, difficult times and like I said at the beginning of the show, sit your ass down somewhere, enjoy the sunlight while you can. And other yeah, than that, don't go party, don't yeah. go clubbing.
0: Mm-hmm. Just unless stay you're on, at home, unless, unless, you're, unless you're in, in club, pe- pe- yes. on club Penguin, Club <laughs>
1: Penguin, Club and Club Penguin. That we we endorse Club Penguin. Podcast. Okay, you, yeah, <laughs> I
0: wish. I had- <laughs> um. Also, someone we both know, Eloise, is so into Webkins. Like, yeah, they just about it. They have like so many Webkins. I love. And they their- keep they'll stop buying them. They are spending so much money on Webkins. Wait,
1: they're buying the Webkins.
0: They're buying. They're not buying the physical ones. They're buying it on the site.
1: Like, the, like, like codes?
0: Yeah. They're buying, like, they have, like, 15.
1: But isn't the the fun of webcams, like, getting to have a little furry friend that you can play with, but then also, like, something on the computer?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the point, but I think they're really into the computer game. I think they already have, I don't know if they sell the animals anymore. I think they just, if you, okay, I just checked their Twitter they said if anyone's curious, I now have 16 webkins. The newest oh is a God. rainbow armadillo named Mr. Box. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eleanor posted, I thought Charlotte said you're only allowed to buy new ones on your birthday, which is Charlotte is this person's sister. So yeah.
1: anyways, so you could get
0: into webkins. That sounds good.
1: Yeah, there's really like there's really a plethora of options in the yeah. house if none of these TV shows appeal to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're open to um
1: negotiation, criticism. negotiation. Um, not criticism. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, um, let me amend that. I don't like crit- criticism. I, I'm not yes. open to it.
1: Only speak to us if you have praise. Anyways. yeah
0: Anyways, I think I think we're really at uh, rich rich end here. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye. We, can- Bye-bye. Bye-bye. we yeah. should come up with some weird like <laughs>
1: like bye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 or like what would you do when you like it's time to turn off the grill
1: <laughs> that's like just annoying enough that it might be perfect
0: <laughs> but that would, be, would that be more at the beginning because it's like the grill is hot <laughs>
1: <laughs> it could be bookends when we're heating up the grill and turning off the grill
0: <laughs> time to turn down the heat <laughs> it's really the motion stuff
1: i just had i just had a um i don't know if this is a nightmare or a dream um vision of a large audience of people coming to see our live podcast and all going on cue and I hate it. I don't want that. I don't want that.
0: Oh my God. They're all wearing like pink t shirts. (laughs) (laughs) How do we create a brand that we hate? We're too good.